Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Passion and Purpose podcast again today. Here's three of my buddies, J.O., you know, affectionately. Cameron Doolittle's with us today, and we just jokingly said it's three guys talking about money. Uh, so I know that this applies to everybody listening. So, uh, hey, I wanted to just jump out a little bit, talk about a bit of my own journey, and then, Cameron, you're our guest, and J.O. will be colored commentary today. So, um, you know, when I first started reading the Gospels uh, with with fresh eyes, like, hey, I want to live like Jesus, walk like Jesus, learn from Jesus, I was shocked about all the passages so early on about money. And um, that in Matthew 5, it says, if anybody asks to borrow anything, uh, give it to him without expecting anything in return. If anybody asks for anything, give it. And I was like, whoa, I have never done that in my life. If I let somebody borrow something, I knew what I let them borrow and I was expecting it back. Um, but that started opening my eyes. Then I get to Matthew 6, and it's where your treasure is, there your heart is. And man, all these bigger deals. Don't worry about anything. You know, what you eat, what, what, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. Trust God for everything. So it just radicalized my life. And, and um, what I was really pursuing by reading through the gospel is I want to know Jesus. I want to know his mission for my life. I want to know his plan for my life. I want to be a contributor. But if I don't deal with this money thing, then none of that stuff is actually going to happen, right? So um, so for our little family and then the community we've had the privilege of leading, the Antioch Movement or, or Antioch Waco here, we've kind of put some clarity around that to say this. As we look through the New Testament, we're really the whole Bible, we see three cons- constructs. One is live simply, basically live within your means. Work diligently. Everybody's called to work faithfully, diligently and then give generously. Those three buckets have kind of helped us and guided us through the years. And man, I'm just blown away as the years go on how much God uses money both as a revealer of the heart, but also as an expression of the heart uh, for us. So that's my little sermonette. Yeah. Talk to us, man. Tell (laughs) us your biblical worldview, background, that kind of thing. Yeah, when Jesus talks about uh, where your treasure is, your heart is. Yeah. He's putting those two right together. We know that he's yeah. after our hearts. Yep. And then we go, oh, wow, he's after our, our resources as well. What, what's that about? Mm. And so as we got to talk about in the, in the message last week, uh, when John the Baptist is baptizing all these people, mm. they repent. They want, okay, wh- what do I do? They're, yeah. they're asking, what do I do? Where do I start my discipleship? Mm. And John the Baptist goes in this really interesting direction. He's like, hey, you guys, if you have two shirts, share with the one that doesn't have one. Yeah. And you, you guys, if you're taking more money than you're supposed to, you need to live with financial integrity mm. and then you guys i think it's the uh, the soldiers if you're be content with your wages mm-hmm. and so there you go right from the get-go you've got mm. three different groups and everything that john the baptist says has something to do with the way that money affects our hearts yes. and our, our lives mm. because where our treasure is that's where our, our heart is mm. so for so well, i thought that was very profound by the way um he, uh, cameron spoke uh, last week again for reference at antioch waco you can get that on youtube but the um that clarity about john the baptist immediately when they're asking about the kingdom it's all about 
here's your issue, here's your issue, here's your issue related to possessions yeah. or money. If you don't deal with those rightly, then you're not going to find the kingdom. That's right. It right? feeds right into what you're saying, Jimmy, yeah. about live simply. Well, that's yeah. to be content. Yeah. Right? Be content uh, with your wages. You're yeah. going to live a simple right. life. Yeah. Work diligently. Okay, yeah. don't don't take, <laughs> don't sure. live with financial integrity. Don't take someone yeah. else's money. Right. And then give generously. Right. Yeah. So you take the two shirts. So so Cameron, as it is, and, um, and then Jay weigh in on this one, you know, every... Um, uh, uh, our worldview, our biblical worldview, also has the context of our own lives that we've lived. Yeah. So take us back a little bit for you and money, your relationship with money, growing up as a kid, kind of into your work life, etc. And why is this such an important issue for you? Yeah, I think as a as a little kid, I mean, we didn't have a lot. My dad had been a pastor, and then uh, he was in construction, and then there was a recession, and so he was working hard and doing what he could. But at some point. Things just don't break your your way. And I remember when people from church brought groceries to our house uh, mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, and I thought, oh no, we're. I just felt this yeah, sense poor, of, of right? shame. We're the yeah. we're the poor, we're the ones that are in need. And I remember, uh, I think lunch cost eighty five cents at, mm-hmm. at school, but mom gave me forty four, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what money was. Right, so I handed the money. They said, well, this isn't enough. And I was like, well, that's that's all I all I have. And I remember them calling down to the office in front of everybody and mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, Cameron's on free and reduced lunch. Mm-hmm. Now, it turns out many, many of my colleagues were on, sure. <laughs> on free and reduced lunch. But for me in that moment, yeah. it felt just I'm the one that's without. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what to do with that. But I was told that if you work hard in school, then you can get enough of a job that maybe you can start to change that kind of situation. And so that became um, an unhealthy motivator for me sure. of, of achievement and, and performance. Right. Yeah. So um, you found yourself then professionally doing well. So you got to a place where you were making more than enough. So how did your biblical worldview going from a sense of a poverty mentality, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You fight your way out, you get to an abundance. So what would you do? Yeah, it's interesting. I did my undergraduate thesis on progressive ambition in politicians. So if we, if, if we run <laughs> what, you, what? isn't that great? That's hilarious. So if we run you for city council, you'll think, oh, this is great. I'm a city councilman. Yeah. And then really quickly, someone's going to say, well, Jimmy, you, actually, you should be mayor. You say, well, yeah, well, I, I should be mayor. And then quickly, you should you start be congressman. To, you you should, right, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. all the way up, right? Yeah. And so everyone is thinking about, unless they're very discipline within themselves. They're thinking about not how do they steward what they have, right. but how do they get the thing that they don't have. Yes. Right? Wow. And so Carolyn and I got to the point in life that we were making more and we were progressing. Right. And then very quickly, amounts that seemed like a lot would then seem, well, yeah, actually, I'm probably worried yeah, about that, that yeah. amount, right? And then I can't believe they only pay me that. And objectively, it's the same amount. Yes. Right? You're making yeah. the same amount, but yes. you went from, oh, that's a lot to that's not enough. Not enough. And we thought, wow, I wonder if that progressive ambition that we saw in politicians is happening to us with money. Mm-hmm. And so that led us to the point where we just said, all right, well, how do we stop this? And yeah. we didn't have the tools. We didn't know what to do, but we prayed and just got the sense that we were supposed to say, this is it. This is enough. And we're, you guys are supposed to live on this amount mm-hmm. and whatever else God gives you, it goes to the kingdom or whatever. And that's brought such freedom just to draw the line and say, we're never going to be wealthier than we are. Mm. So... Uh, and again, we now know several friends have done this. You guys prayed through it. God led yeah. you. But uh, people talk about capping their income. Where, yeah. where is contentment? Both providing, uh, of course, for your family and the needs that you have and the things that you feel led to do. So there's provision, which is healthy and right. Um, and there's a capping of it so that you're, we're not living anxiously 
like like uh, the joke is I, I had a friend years ago that um, was worth several million dollars and um, he wanted to meet with me and he was really having a bit of an emotional breakdown mm -hmm. because the market had crashed and he had lost several million of his several million. Mm -hmm. He still had several million mm -hmm. left. Mm -hmm. And so I paid for his uh, dinner with my last $25 added to my name. Uh, <laughs> but he was more anxious yeah. because, uh, again, it was his worldview was I need this much and that is no longer there, but he couldn't see what he did have. Right. Right. Versus the guy who, you know, at that time had a few resources, meager resources, felt freer to be able to buy a dinner That's than right. a guy. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it really gets down to the heart, doesn't it? The yeah. complexity inside of us. Yeah. And they say that we overvalue, uh, we value losses by a factor of three. So you're, you're three times sadder losing something than you are the moment that you the gain. The jo joy of it. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, wow. So the easiest way to be happy is to limit yourself so that you never have it in the first place because then you never lose it. Wow. That's a good thought. All right, Jay, what are you thinking over there related to money and you and Christy and sure. kind of how you guys viewed it? Well, just talking about, I hear your story. <clears throat> I know you, but I didn't know that part of your story. <laughs> and so I, I love that. I came from a, the other side of it yeah. of, um, you know, grew up at a, a country club and uh, I'm not throwing shade on the country club, but it did color my worldview. Right. And it also, I also, because I'm a human being, I looked around and I saw a lot of discontent with what y'all are talking about. Yeah. So you, you were coming this way. Yeah. I, this was not led by the spirit. This was born of the flesh. You were given an abundance. Right. right. But then I was like, that must be bad hmm. because then when I started following Jesus and I was getting discipled, I started reading the, the text that y'all are talking about. Yeah. And I'm going, uh oh, <laughs> like this, this is new. I must be doing something bad and coupling it with therefore money must be bad. And so mm. I, I need to be afraid of it and run away from it. Mm. And that's where, and that was the flesh. Yeah. So I've had to have Jesus <laughs> train, but in the interesting is like, whether you're coming from this side or this mm. side, what you said at the beginning, that mm. issue of the heart yeah. is, I mean, it's pro it's present on both sides of it. Yeah. So, so here's, here's the deal. And of course I, I love how money leads us to deeper truths that we need to be talking about is um, you don't get to righteousness by fear. U ultimately, and by righteousness, the right place, right standing with mm. God. Fear, um, it, it can start a process, but it can't sustain a process. So um, perfect love casts out fear. So the love of God, the fear of the Lord may cause me to say, I need God, but the love of God eventually drives out the fear mm. that is unhealthy mm. in me related to God or, or other things. So what I would say about money is that it is powerful. It is, it is to be respected because it has power on it, but it is not ultimately to be feared a little or a lot. I love the Proverbs, you know, uh, where uh, it says, let me not have so much that I forget you or too little that I rob from you. Give me my portion, which is yours. Mm. So all, all of us are just saying, Lord, what is enough at this season of my life? What is my portion? Um, and 
uh, it'll be enough. And then, then it becomes about contentment, not fear of having too little or too much. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, what I've said is a person in poverty can be in bondage just as much as a wealthy materialist. Totally. It, it's just different sides of the coin, no pun intended. Right. But they, they both are drivers of fear, anxiety, or control that are unholy. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I always say is create a system financially where you have to think about money less, mm-hmm. not money more. Mm-hmm. Right. So we always tried to create simple systems in our lives where we weren't having all these managing pieces going on so that money wasn't controlling our thoughts, uh, whether we had a little or whether we had a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So. So let's let's just stay on. Let's stay on this track here. Let's go through my little outline. Live simply, work diligently, give generously. So let's start with live simply. And again, how I define that is be content live within your means, don't leverage yourself out. So we're uh, in Matthew uh, 6, 25 through 33, or really all the way through 34, Jesus said, don't worry about what you're gonna eat, what you drink, what you're gonna wear, do not clothe the birds of the field. And then he, he says, seek first my kingdom or his kingdom and his righteousness. All these things will be added to you. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough care of its own. We often leave verse 34 out, right? Um, many times we are leveraging ourselves or pushing ourselves for our fear of not getting enough, not getting ours, or not having what we want for tomorrow or, or uh, whatever the driver of that is. So for Laura and I, we decided early on, whatever we have is what we have. So though, I, though, though we now have adjusted our, our practice, we started with no credit card and cash only to deal with that in us. Mm-hmm. So many times you have to do something radical to get back to center. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if you don't, if, you, if you're stuck, you can't just kind of inch your way out of stuck. That's right. You, you got to do something radical. So for us, we, we started our marriage, no credit card. We said we will have one checkbook, not two, and whatever we have is what we have. So when it's gone, it's gone. Or uh, back in the day, we had little envelope systems, so much for food, so much for giving, so much for you know clothing, whatever. And not all those envelopes had money in them because we didn't have that yes. much money. Yes. <laughs> but we, we, got, we, we put ourselves in a system of discipline for many, many, many years that became habit. So you, know, you have to create a habit different than you grew up or different than you would prefer uh, in order to change something. So for us then, uh, even we, we decided, and not that everybody has to do this, this is a description, not a prescription, but we even said, okay, how far does that go for us? And for us, it was mortgage on a house. We just said everything we do, we want to do debt-free. Not because I believe that's the uh, 10th commandment, 11th commandment, <laughs> but because it was a calling for us to, to be able to live simply and live within our means. Mm. So by the grace of God, we've been able to carry that through 35 years of marriage. Um, but it was one of the best decisions we made to keep our hearts content mm. and to not be comparing and anxious for somebody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, live simply. Give me your take on that. Yeah, when Proverbs talks about, uh, hey, make sure that you know the condition of your flocks and herds. Yeah. I right, say, so know, know what's going on. Know what you got. So as part of yeah. living simply, we want yeah. to know what, what's coming in. Right. Set so some kind of a budget for ourselves. It doesn't yeah. be down down yeah. to the dollar, but you, you track it. Mm-hmm. It takes some diligence to track your flocks and herds. This is what God's yes. given you. It's His stuff. Yep. We want to know. We want to know where it is. Yeah. And then we we set set limits that fit within within that. Yeah. And so I agree. Not everyone has to have the same 
view exactly on yes. on debt, and there can be places here and there sure. where people, godly people, can right. disagree. But no one wants to be in extreme credit card debt. Yeah. No one wants to be in you know mm-hmm. massive crushing amounts of of debt. And the borrower is slave to the lender. We don't want to be in slavery. Yeah. And so, to the extent that we can get ourselves free from debt and and live simply in that way, that, that's awesome. Yep. Joe, any comments? I thought well, I, I live simply the amount of occupy uh, space that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just the amount of <clears throat> management yes. that has mentally, yeah. much less than the physical management of. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking through: did I, did I do this? Did I not do this? What did it? And so and so many things to where I I didn't have limited time, money, energy for seeking first the kingdom because I'm so preoccupied with. Yeah. So I, I like I like that just from a man. I've got to help myself out by simplifying. That's right. I mean, even in investing or whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. People that are getting into crypto and stuff, I guarantee they're watching it really closely, right? So now yes. your heart is tied up in what is it up, is it down? And that leaves less space, right, for yeah. prayer, less space for thinking about the needs of your family. And so where your treasure is, your heart is, your heart gets tied up in, in these things mm. that we've we've invested in. And so yeah. I'm, I'm with you. How do we create as much mental space for God, for mm. others as we can, mm-hmm. and spend less time thinking about the things that, yeah. that get us all spun up that way? Wow. You know, all these are three-day seminars. So, uh, so let me let me just have a few wrap thoughts because we're going to pick it. We're going to pick up with our next podcast on working diligently and giving generously, which again is impossible to do in twenty minutes. But I think what I, I think what I want to encourage everybody to do is, if you're listening today, I would encourage you to read Matthew six, like the whole thing. Uh, talk about a rich chapter. I mean, you could actually live your whole life and just do Matthew six, and you'd change the world. Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dealing with money and heart issues, dealing with anxiety, yeah. living contently, seeking the kingdom, it, I mean, all written by uh, Jesus, yeah. right? All, all change, yeah. Don't give to be seen by people. Yeah, there's just, I mean, just Matthew 6 can carry you. So if you're a young person or new to this conversation or wondering, oh, I'm not sure I believe about all that, go to the Bible first uh, and let it wash over your heart and mind a little bit. Then you know, then re-listen to this and things like this. Uh, but maybe on this living simply thing, I think it really comes down to what really makes the man at the heart of man content, right? So I cut my teeth on Richard Foster's Celebration of yeah, Discipline, okay. which had a lot of simplicity uh, throughout it. There was a guy named Swinson that wrote a book called Margins. That was a real helpful resource or we just a uh, new book out 24 6 by a guy named matthew mm-hmm. sleep yeah. is a good thing yeah. on sabbath it's all related to contentment so if you go to the money too fast you miss the whole point mm. any other resources or recommendations you guys have on living simply yeah when there's financial chaos right yeah god's a god of order not right. a god of chaos right and so if our finances are in chaos We've got some great things through Antioch with the Realign, mm-hmm. yeah, Financial Realign. Peace University, yep. things like yep. that. Uh, so yes, read the books and then enter into a process. Like yeah. you and Laura set some parameters yep. and some and went through a process yep. where you're paying attention to your finances to get form in place. Yes. And then from that place, you start to operate with more freedom. Yeah. So let's get those forms in place and go through the process. Yes. Use those kinds of resources. I yeah. like the idea. I was given Swinson's margin 25 years ago, but I also... Uh, it was accompanied with uh, discipleship. Yeah. So having someone, and now Christian and I, with joy, do that with other people. Let's, like you said, let's know the condition of the flock. Let's get yeah. everything down on a spreadsheet so that we can then 
say, okay, Lord, how are you? Now we're, re- now we're reading Matthew 6 with this with the spreadsheet. Are you telling me to cut some things out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're not mm-hmm. doing it by yourself because you've got someone in there with you. So yeah, one absolutely. There you go. And, and maybe I'll end with that thought. I, I said, if somebody can't know everything that I have, then that's where the enemy is probably working over with what I have. Mm. I need to come into the light with whatever I have, whether it's a little or a lot, inappropriate, you know, uh, with healthy people yeah. that can help me manage where I am in life mm. because uh, nobody's uh, ultimately going to get to God just uh, get to God's way independently without community. That's mm. right. Healthy people who are roughly similarly situated. Yes, exactly. Otherwise they think, oh, if you yeah. have a lot, they think, yeah. oh, that's too yeah. much. Same. People in about the same category that yeah. uh, can look at it with, with that level of compassion and accountability. Yeah. yeah. Great. So you got about uh, 53 suggestions of great stuff to do <laughs> and some heart stuff more than anything. Seek first his kingdom. Mm. And his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you that's what jesus is saying i've got your provision already lined out for you mm. just seek me mm. in every area of life and specifically in this area of finances so that our hearts are free to love him more all right hang with us next week pick back up on working diligently and giving generously thanks so much for tuning into this episode of passion and purpose a podcast with jimmy cyber and the antioch movement For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.